Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Jisun or Dr. J. If you are new to this podcast, I welcome you with wide open arms. The space was created with the intention to provide those of you guys listening with the opportunity to find something about yourself that you may have forgotten long ago. And so if you are listening to my voice, I want you to know that you are free to explore whatever aspect of your life, whatever aspect of your ego and your personality that needs to be discovered today in order for you to live your best life. For those of you guys that are returning, I welcome you back. I'm so excited that you are here again exploring this space with me. Why don't we get started? And I would like for you to, um, if you would like, take this invitation to, if as long as you aren't driving or operating a vehicle or doing something that requires you to have both your eyes open, but just take the space and opportunity to close your eyes and take a deep breath in. And set whatever intention you need to set today. There's something that you are seeking today and I hope that you find what it is that you are seeking. Whether you are consciously aware of how you get to that point, how you get to that part, how you get to whatever it is that you're seeking. It is my deepest intention for you today that you do that unconsciously, consciously, however that resonates for you. And so set the intention today, there's something you are seeking. And so your unconscious mind can now know what it is that you are looking for today and to help you to find that. By helping you to see yourself, this world, from a new perspective, a bigger, broader perspective. Through whatever you might hear coming through this podcast today. I recently had the luxury and honor of being able to travel to Sedona with a group of beautiful ladies. And this was my second time. Yep, my second time I had to do a a double look to make sure that I didn't actually go there three times so far. But this was my second time traveling to Sedona. And I definitely went in with expectations, not intentions. And that was my mistake number one. Mistake number two was not being prepared for the cold weather. I actually went to Sedona hoping that it was going to be beautiful and warm. And it was for the most part. But the first day that I was there was actually kind of dreary and cold. And I was definitely um, colder than I had expected to be. However, this trip to Sedona, because I had set expectations and not intentions, I went there looking for something that I thought I might find in a way that wasn't my best and highest good. The first time that I had visited Sedona with family, it was definitely a magical place where I literally felt in every cell of my body the different frequencies and the vibrations, the the vibes, the energy that Sedona gave in so many different ways depending on which particular vortex or location we were visiting. So I expected this time to go and feel the same things, if not more, because I had been doing a lot of work, because I had been doing a lot of healing and growth. However, being there the second time around, I didn't experience it in any similar way to the first. And despite this trip being so beautiful, I came back feeling really yucky. Now the thing is, I didn't realize the yucky feeling I came back with was an experience I needed to shed. 
that my, if you want to call it a physical vessel, my body was actually going through some changes that needed or required me to shed some old ways of being. And it, really understanding what I experienced goes beyond what I can actually explain to you coherently so far. And so I'm not even going to attempt that today. But given that energy is everything that we experience and that there is so much about life and energy that we don't and can't consciously grasp, it's kind of like asking a little infant to understand how to do, ge um, I guess, geometry or whatever advanced level of math I can't think of right now, but you can. Whatever advanced level of mathematics you expect an infant to do or to understand and grasp, the absurdity with which you can actually look at that context, experience that context now, is a similar, there's a similar way of um, experiencing that absurdity now when you try to understand that there is so much that you and I are consciously incapable of experiencing and grasping and understanding so far. We're just not equipped with the necessary software. Or is that hardware? I think that's hardware. <laughs> I'm not sure. Either way, whatever you and I come to this earth with, we are not capable of experiencing everything that we can outside of this physical vessel. And just like with our sight, we are only capable of experiencing 2% of the whole gamut. The way that we can physically experience this life consciously and intellectually understand this life and energy is just not something that we are hardwired to do yet. And so I come back from Sedona feeling yucky and just feeling a lot of old, dense, archaic energy that I, I had thought I had long ago shed and transmuted. But here it was again. I felt not extremely uncomfortable with this old energy, but just really annoyed and frustrated that I was experiencing Sedona in that way and that I was bringing that energy back with me. But come to find out, my body had begun shedding in Sedona the different things that I needed to shed. And I was still shedding that very same frequency or vibration for the week to come. There's something that's been coming to me over and over again in the past few days, and I wanted to share that with you guys. If your eyes are still closed, and if not, you can go ahead and feel free to close your eyes so long as you are capable of doing so. I want you to, in your mind's eye, draw a big circle. And that circle can be whatever color you wish it to be. And once you've completed that circle, I want you to find a place on that circle that you can start drawing a straight line in towards the center of that circle. So in your mind's eye, you should see a circle with a line that comes from the, I think it's the circumference of the circle. Forgive me, it's been a while since I've been in school. Along that circumference, there is a straight line that begins towards the inside of the circle, and I want you to stop that line in the center. Now, this image that you see is something that's been coming up for me over and over again in the past few days. And I've come to find more and more that this image that you guys are seeing right now is something that describes life so beautifully 
in a way that we can begin to slowly come to grasp, come to terms with understanding how life really truly is. So for example, you might think of time as a linear concept, that you go from past to present to future, that there is just one direction it goes in and it's a linear concept. However, long, long time ago, our ancestors, ancient civilizations knew that time was not linear. In fact, it was more than linear. Time is cyclical. It goes from point A and not to point B, but back, looping around to point A again. And when you look at nature, there's so much that we can learn about the laws of the universe, if you will, just as we can measure the process of time through seasons that come and go, we can understand that we go not from one season to the next, to another, to a different one. In fact, we go from one season to the next only to come back, eventually back to the first season we started with. And if time is cyclical, the very phrase or term first actually doesn't apply at all, does it? So this world, you see, gives us clues to the nature of how life truly is for those of us that are interested in learning. And if time is not linear and it's cyclical, you might begin to understand something else. When you think about your life journey, it doesn't go from point A to point B. You eventually come back to point A. I was actually watching a movie a couple nights ago. It's called The Father, and it's got um, Anthony Hopkins, I believe is the actor's name in it. Stellar performance. But we experience something that we probably don't experience very often. In the process of aging in a way where there is disease, dementia, we experience it firsthand. It's actually, it, it invokes so many different emotions like fear and instability, uncertainty. So we get to, through this movie, through this perspective, get to experience dementia in a completely new way. And, and I'm sure it has a lot to do with not just the screenwriting, but also the performance of the actors, but the concept, the very thing that it's trying to portray, that when we go through the process of aging, specifically through dementia, we go through this experience where we not only grow wiser as the years pass, but then we also go back to this childlike essence. So when you think about your life journey and that it's not linear, but it's also cyclical, when you think about life in the short term, yes, you can think of it as a singular linear line. However, if you were to expand, take a step back, you'd see that it's not just that one line. You also need to complete the image, complete the picture, if you will, with that circle that you saw in your mind's eye. And such is the process of your healing as well as your personal growth. The thing about healing is that we think it's one singular line. The trajectory goes up. However, nothing in nature if you will, is ever straight. Your healing, my friends, is the same exact way. You don't heal and then you're done. 
you continue to heal the same thing, but from different perspectives, higher frequencies, if you will. So for example, one of the things that I had come to realize in the past few years that is something that needs a lot of healing is this inability so far for me to be able to completely 100% thoroughly trust. In the beginning of this process of healing, I thought this trust, this matter, this issue of trust needed to be healed through looking at it from the perspective that I needed to trust myself, that I needed to trust my own opinions, my thoughts, my experiences, my perspectives. And I did. And I went through a whole set of different experiences to help me heal that part of me that needs to trust my own voice as well as actually trusting what I've come to learn as discernment. However, most recently I'm beginning to learn through my own experience that healing is truly not linear. And I know this because I work with clients on their healing. But to be able to share with you guys from my perspective, from my story, that healing truly is not linear and that it is cyclical is so empowering in the sense that that part of me, that egotistical, that part of me that wants to stay super grounded in this body, wants to share with you that striving towards perfection is beautiful. However, when we get so attached to this notion that perfection exists, we lose sight of why we're here. We lose sight of the notion that we are here to experience life from a playful aspect as well, not just this aspect of needing to work and do work and do even more work. And so because healing and growth is cyclical, I've noticed that there are things that I think I should have healed completely, but it comes up again and I see it from a totally different perspective that teaches me something even deeper about that concept. Going back to my story of learning to trust myself, learning to trust my voice, learning to trust my own experiences and my opinions and my perspectives. Yes, I've done that part of the healing and growth, but I've come to realize I've come actually all the way back to what I always have known about trust. And it's that I grew up not being able to trust because I had a parent that never gave me the space or opportunity to actually rely on trusting in others. And I always knew this and I intellectually was able to speak about this, that I grew up with all of my promises, always broken. There was not a single promise that I was given that was actually kept to my knowledge, to my awareness. And so I really learned from that space in that relationship in that I was taught that I cannot trust other people that promises were made to be broken, and that no one's word was to be able to be trusted, which then translated to me not being able to trust myself. I am re-experiencing trust from this angle, but because I've done the work, because I've done the healing, and because I've come to reintegrate parts of myself that I have actually called back in the past few years, this notion or concept, concept of being able to trust coming or stemming from a relationship with a parent that I had not completely healed, it feels foreign to me. Even though I knew intellectually what it meant that I couldn't trust because A, B, and C, I'm coming back to point A and re-experiencing point A from a very different perspective. And it's almost akin to if you were listening to music and you have no uh, formal training in music, you can 
listen to a song and enjoy it. But after formal training, if you come back to that same song and listen to that song again, it has so many different heightened experiences as part of listening to that song that you didn't have before the formal training. So it's similar to that concept if that helps some of you guys that are listening. So because time is not linear and it is also cyclical, we can let go of the notion that things have to be a certain way. We can let go of expectations, not just in relationships to other people, but expectations to how you experience your life today. I hope that was helpful for you guys. If you have any questions, as always, please feel free to reach out to me at drj@yourlifeinspired.com. That's drj at urlifeinspired.com. If you liked this content, please feel free to join me on my Patreon page. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash g-sun, j-i-s-u-n. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later.